Thank you for being a connoisseur of Kanye Corner and listening to another episode. It's me, your host, Marcus Boston. Please, 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 please share, like, and comment. Let me know what you think. I, I love feedback on what I can do better, where I can grow, where we can make this thing be what it's all it can be. Uh, follow me on IG at Marcus Boston 314. Show page, Kanye Corner. Leave me a comment. Hop in them DMs. Let me know what's going on. Also, follow me on Twitter at Marcus Cognac, show page Cognac Corner, on the Facebook at Cognac Corner, let me know, follow, share, uh, email me at cognaccorner at gmail with any relationship questions, any thoughts, anything you just want to discuss, any uh, gems I can give you away, any shots I could uh, pour in your cup. Um, if you want to be guests, also email me, DMs, comment, whatever, let me know. Um, get your friends to become get your friends to become connoisseurs as well, so we just make this a bigger family event. So thank you again for being here and enjoy the show. Fuck up the uh, sipping do say boy, this ain't your daddy yet. He in the Cadillac, me I'm in the Maybach. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another riveting episode of Cognac Corner, and I'm your host Marcus Boston. Today I have on my other barber, uh, Marlo. Introduce yourself. Yo yo yo, now what's up, bro? I'm Marlo McGee, y'all. Sitting there with my man Marcus. Yes, yes, yeah. we had Trey on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we had Trey. Trey, Trey was episode six, maybe. You know what? I think I, I think I listened to it. Yeah. yeah, I listened to some of that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, you know, had a Trey his first time in Sioux Lord, the correct, the correct, the correct way, because the first time you you guys came down and had a little uh, turmoil. Oh my God! You talking about uh, no jeans, no camouflage, no hats, no. Hey, my man was looking at us and, uh, and undressing us at the side. Hey man, hey look, no camos, no shorts, no no uh short sleeve shirts, no hats on your head, man. Uh, yeah, uh, basically y'all can't come in. <laughs> you niggas are not allowed. That's yeah, what that, that, that's what it was for real. It was funny. I had been coming out a couple. A couple weeks in a row to where I don't understand. I, I know why now in retrospect, but I was like, "This is the, the this, today they they worn this, about the same style of dress the last four weeks. Yeah, you choose this Sunday to all of a sudden have an imaginary dress code. Like, where's the paperwork at? I mean, look, it was an outdoor ball with a sand uh, beach volleyball dogs in the dogs. dogs. Man, it was dogs in there, man. Yes. and they look at us uh, talking about what we wearing, man. <laughs> That was like the, the most hilarious thing. I, and the funny thing about it, it was another black guy standing mm-hmm. there telling me this info. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious. Ben Carson was, uh, you know, doing what doing what the owner said, which is, you know, we I've, I've definitely had a, I spoke with him and we've had that rectified. So Yeah, I ain't been back since. I, I know. I thought that was like, the, like cause I, I don't beg nobody to spend my money. I agree. I, I, you don't want me in your establishment. Just ask me to leave it. I shall do it. <laughs> I, I, and I agree with you a thousand percent. Yeah. But we got that rectified. We moved on. We've grown. Um, and now those five things. So who is Marlo? So who? So let's let's start with Marlo at the beginning. So wh- wh- where where you from? Ah uh, man, I grew up in St. Louis in a small community called Wellston. Uh, what can I say about Wellston? Like ten blocks of chaos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, but it, you know it's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. Like, like growing up, you had both parents. One parent. Uh, well, my father passed away when I was like eighteen, mm-hmm. but I did know my dad. You know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, so I pretty much grew up at my mom's house, grand- grandparents' house. So growing up, what was the examples of relationships for you? Like, what 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 was you raised around? Like atmosphere and uh, environment. I mean, uh, you know, my mom she got married, so she had her thing going. So I was always around some some. Strong Some women. men and, and and well, being very young, I grew up in a house full of women. Yeah, I had a couple of uncles, but one uncle was in the service. Then one was, uh, you know, he was doing his thing. Yeah, and uh, y'all learned a lot from them women. Yeah, if nothing else is how to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> y'all learned a lot from them, man. At least how to deal with them. And when you say deal with them, you see like uh, having patience, how to properly communicate, how to approach. Like you know, I would try to give. At least, you know, like the process of elimination, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone doesn't have the luxury or the, the advantage or opportunity to be raised 
under tutelage where you learn respectfully how to approach women, court women, and even how even break up in a correct way that doesn't have to be messy and full of drama. So do you think um, through observation or direct, you know, instructions, did you learn that from those women? Well, I, I almost feel like the way you move is kind of like who you are. Like, mm-hmm. if you like drama, it's going to be drama. Yeah. If you don't like drama, you know, like, sometimes you got to know when to lose. Yes. Sometimes losing ain't always losing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you got to know when you're in the victory circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like coming home real late at night. And then, you know, you go ask your your, 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 your partner, your spouse, your wife, uh-huh. your girl, whatever she may be to you at that time. That, you know, baby, go make me something to eat. And she get up and she fuss and complain the whole time. Yet she in there cooking your food. Does it does it do you any good to sit there and argue with her when when actually you already won? You can just be quiet, let her fuss, and let her keep cooking. I want I'm, I'm. <laughs> like it's just understanding when you winning. Yeah. Like people, if people would understand when they winning and can eat a loss, mm-hmm. our life get easy, man. I agree. I mean, it, it does. Like it's not that. It, it, come on. Sometimes we make it harder than it has to be. Well, we make it harder than it has to be in a world where everything already provided. True. It's a great time to be alive. <laughs> I mean, everything in the world was already provided. Mm-hmm. It was here before we got here. It's going to be here when we dead and gone. True. It, the the, the nope. world keeps spinning. Yeah, don't nobody take nothing with them. Nope. Just stay. <laughs> when a man die, he leave everything. <laughs> they, look, you ain't got to ask, what, what he leave up? Everything. <laughs> he left you everything. Because <laughs> he ain't take nothing with him. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, so, you know. True. That's a good point. That's a good point. Take everything with you. Yeah. Um, See, I almost did a young guy move. Like, why are you fussing? Now, me, being lack of experience of knowing that that thought process, I'm like, so, I asked you to do something. You fuss. I don't want you to do it no more. Then who win it? You have lost out. I lost. Yeah, you just lost. I lost. Now, I'm going to make my own sandwich because I'm mad that she fussing instead of letting her fuss and get what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I just pimped backwards. In that's that's the gym. That is the first gym of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Man. That's the first gym of the day. I want now, and I I done mistook that as oh, she must don't want to do it. Then you know what? Don't never mind. But she's doing it. But she's doing it. Yeah. Huh? Like if she didn't want to do it, she wouldn't have gotten up. Right. I mean, ultimately. True. And she just wanted to fuss and make you aware of. What's going on? Yeah. And you know. Damn. Shh. (laughs) I'm going to be quiet. (laughs) Like, hey man, sometimes you got to get out of there. Uh, (laughs) That is a jewel, number one. Just, shh. You're getting what you want. What's the the problem? You know what, man? Often in life, I find we are our own worst enemies. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. most of the time, people fussing at you and taking it, it's probably not even you. Right. It's probably they dealing with something with themselves, but they need somebody to be a punching bag. Yeah. So they throw their jabs at you. Yeah. You know, it's almost like they make themselves feel better about belittling someone else. Right. And people <clears throat> do that all the time. Way too often. Because we deal with a lot of our own insecurities. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. So, Marlon... As a young man, I mean, we know you're newlywed. Congratulations! Oh yeah, beautiful thing. Uh, uh, that is very. That's a. That's a very pr- thing to be proud it took of. A long time. We go. We go. We gonna start at the beginning and get there. Okay. We gonna work our way up. So, what was your approach on philosophy as a young man, um, in regards to like dating, relationships, you know, getting your experience? How was your approach, and what lessons did you learn? Uh. I think, man, as much so as I was, I've always been kind of a, a ladies' man, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, just in all honesty. Yeah. Like, that's, that's never been an area I've struggled in. I almost feel like any man that struggled with getting a woman is because he, he ain't trying or something, I mean. Cause mm-hmm. They made for us and we made for them. Yeah. So, you know, it was, I, I would say it was probably more so of a, just controlling myself 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, you know, I'm one of them people who believe every time I walk out the door, uh-huh. it's somebody going my direction. Yeah. Like, it is a woman going my, I don't, I don't care which direction I face. Mm-hmm. It is a woman going my direction. All I got to do is grab her hand, mm. pull mm. her in, you know, and then yeah. in, in the trial of learning one another, sometimes we don't always make it. Right. But for that stint and walk in life, it, it, you know, that's where she was, right there. So it's like one of those, I'm not mad that it's over, I'm happy that it happened. Oh, no, I don't I don't think uh, no period of life like it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Even if it took you a long time to realize that it wasn't good or it wasn't whatever you thought it was or, you know, it's like that was necessary. Yeah. It's necessary for your growth. Some of us, you know, bloom early, some bloom late, some never blossom at all. Yeah, damn. So, you know, hit, hit like... Him, hit him one more time with that, below. Uh, what I say? He <laughs> <laughs> said some bloom late, some bloom early, some don't bloom at all. Some never blossom at all, man. And that, and that's the truth. So, you know, like, better be a late bloomer than never blossom at all. Yeah. A lot of waste potential and opportunity when you, like you say, you get in your own way or you get lost in somebody else's uh, opinion of you or someone's validation of you. Um... You miss out on what could you could be because you're trying to be somebody you're not, and it's unfortunate. I always get sad when I hear people, men and women, that sort of like you know go say it was with someone for a long period of time and then finally get out of it, then bash the whole time together. Like he, a lot of things happened, good or bad, that couldn't have happened if y'all weren't together. Unfortunately, it was a toxic situation that lasts a long time, but there's there's gems in there, there's experiences and moments that gonna make you better for the next person. I mean, those are experiences that are great for growing. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You learn what love is and you learn what love is not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about getting your way because relationships are compromised. And there is no reward without sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, vice versa. Yeah, monogamy relationships is a choice. You know, so you have to choose to make it work and choose to, you know, hopefully grow in the same direction. But I think a lot of times you can avoid some hardship if you realize who you. The better you know yourself, the better you know what you will not will and will not deal with, and who best best fits you for the most part. Clearly, you don't know everything, but if you know, the better you know you, yourself, the easier the rest of I think it is. Well, yeah, because I find that the most difficult relationship you could ever possibly be in is one where you cannot be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that thing that. That's where it creates a great relationship when when that person can accept you for who you are and you can accept them for who they are. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like of course you're gonna have some some situations here and there, but everything ain't ain't a a, a, a deal breaker. Yeah. And then it's like you know, like who can like were you being immature in the situation? Like you gotta look at yourself. Right. And and, and you know always. Self evaluate. Self audit yeah. yourself on yeah. what what did I do to make this moment turn as good or bad? Well, it's not about looking for someone to blame. I think it's just more so about accountability. Because, yeah. you know, like, it, I don't think, I think that messed some people up too when they blame themselves for things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how a lot of women get caught in abusive relationships because they blame themselves for what is erratic behavior. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, when yeah, has, when it's not to good to look for the blame, but maybe look for the solution. Yeah, oh, that's a that's a very positive way to look at it. The, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't look to point the finger. You need to look for the solution yeah. to, to w- what it is. Yeah. I mean, you had a fact of, of what's at hand, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, how do we fix this? All right. All right. And, and try to keep your pride out the way. That's 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 the killer. Pride and your ego. Pride. Yeah. Your pride. Your pride. Oh, pride to bring a man low. You sound like you got a, you got a personal story you want to share with the- <laughs> Not really. Just pride to bring a man low. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it, man. Look, I'm of the mindset you don't have to experience everything in life to learn from. It. Right. Like, in fact, life too short for you to experience everything. True. So learn from the people around you. Pay attention. It's like learning how to drive from the passenger seat. <laughs> it's like you watch them push the gas you watch them push the brake like most people kind of learn how to drive from the passenger seat right it's just a matter of getting the mechanics down yeah the, I mean so the, yeah the intuition the mechanics the you know the secondary I mean yeah motion like, and shit 
people okay i'm I'm newly married people right. tell me all the time oh just wait till till you 10 years in and things gonna change or you five years in things gonna change i say man y'all sound like y'all i said y'all I'm kind of glad I'm in year one because y'all sound miserable. Right, that's horrible, bro. Look, I, this, I had a conversation the other day. Like, my mom been married for 12 years, been together for maybe 15, something like that. But, like, I've never seen them argue. I've never seen them, like, exhibit any kind of negative, traditional relationship behavior. You know what I'm saying? At, at home, away, they've all just been happy with each other. They just hate, you know, they with each other. And, like, that's how I think of everything. Like, I'm not going to be with anybody that doesn't bring a level of peace and just tranquility to my make me a better person. I'm good without you, but you make me better. That's great. But I'm still going to be myself. And so, like, when people, like, find, think that arguing, arguing in a very toxic way is healthy or, or that's, oh, that's what we do. Relationship. That's not that's not a relationship. That's not nah, that's how this works. man. That's so, not, I mean, it's somebody not being allowed to be themselves because somebody keep nitpicking at every little thing they do. And, yeah. you know, who wants to be in a relationship where you're on eggshells and you like, uh, did I do something wrong? I got to be on eggshells at home and away? Like, did I, did and I do something wrong? <laughs> that's nuts. You no, know, you left looking. Yeah, man. That's making sense to me. Like, I can do bad by myself. I don't need no help. Be having a bad day. Life will give me enough shit on its own that I have to deal with. I refuse to deal hey, with some shit. Hey, and then before you know it. You be the man in the relationship. You, you done went from being the king of your castle to a peasant in the man cave. Man, shit. Died in the corner of the basement. I'm on the couch. You and mad. then they say, it's a man cave. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you been demoted from the king of your castle down to a peasant in a man cave. And everybody think the man cave fly. <laughs> now the whole castle mine. Right. Like, it's funny, man. Yeah. My boy Matt came on um, episode, I think like five or four. And he was saying, like, him and his girlfriend, they were young and going through. It was like, I'm not going to throw away this house because one light bulb don't work. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, We have so many good things in the relationship that's worth holding on to. Then maybe this part right here is not working. Maybe the light's out. We need to redo the stairs or whatever. But I'm not going to throw away the house because of one bad room need to be remodeled. I said, that's a good point. I think some people are too quick to throw away something great because that they sort of forget or it gets blurry. Well... <clears throat> It's, it's two people in a relationship. Right. And you have to have two willing participants. True. You know, it's like the old positive-negative thing. A positive and negative is always a negative. Mm-hmm. Two positive is a positive. Yeah. Two negatives is a positive. So both of y'all negative is positive that y'all going to stay in some bullshit. <laughs> like, that's the grass came up. <laughs> like, like, all day long, like, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is great. Two negatives are positive. That was saying some bullshit. I mean, it's the old mathematics. Yeah, it's not that complicated. Math, <laughs> the math is definitely there. Damn, that's good shit, Marlo. That's a good point. That's a good point. And he was, he spoke about, you know, he, he came accountable for his part in how things turned out and, you know, the complications of it and just took some self, self audit and realized that, like, let me own mine. And maybe some of the things I didn't own at the time was leading to you to behave in the way you did. So now that I'm rectifying within myself, I can explain to you and own it. Then maybe you can see what I brought out of you in a negative way because I had negative inside me that I wasn't aware of that made this relationship turn. It made this good, healthy house turn into need to do some work. Some neglect was in that house. Well, and a lot of times you drag in some old stuff. Oh, boy. That you've been dealing with since you was a child. Yeah. Or since you was a young man or a young woman. Right. That you're dealing with and you drag it into this relationship and then they left to deal with it, but you hold on to it in such a way that you don't even share it. And it's just like negativeness and it's like, what's, what's going on? But they don't share yeah. the real issue, mm-hmm. why they feel the way they feel, because it could have been something totally before you. And then if it was actually something that you done, you have to recognize that uh wounds wounds heal over time and 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 you can't always dictate how long that time is yes you know as the as the the perpetrator you don't get to decide how long the victim <laughs> uh uh hold on to their pain yes yes um speaking of i was listening to um another uh a radio show and when the host was talking like you know when a man cheats on his woman um and uh, you know, they get through it and work on it. 
he doesn't want to bring it back up, but you don't know how you don't know what's going to trigger her to remember what you did to her. You know what I'm saying? Like you you're over as the man because you were never under it. You you committed the crime, but you can't dictate the victims healing and they and the way they might be reminded of some shit you did when they choose to be with you now i think they shouldn't if you say we want to get past this don't keep beating me on the head with it when i've owned my mistake but then i also can't tell you how long this your the recovery process can be so i have to deal with you know however that may be but like i don't i, I, don't, I haven't been in this situation so i don't know maybe i'm off base maybe i'm being too optimistic well, or pessimistic but i'm like <clears throat> Somewhere there has to be. If you, I mean, if I cheat, I own it. It depends on the level, of the how egregious the cheating was. You know, what I'm saying like, if and what you gonna deal with? Maybe you can deal with me having a, a kid by another woman. Why? You know, maybe that's something you can deal with. I don't know, but I'm saying there's levels to all crimes. So you should have first, first degree murder, yada yada yada, manslaughter. Because there's always a level of a level of punishment, or at least level of severe severity of the crime. But if you choose to take me back at one point do you stop just beating me over the head about it man somewhere the honesty get lost hmm uh even if you know like I, I in all honesty like I've been in relationships that I wasn't 100% in but ultimately I was lying to myself mm-hmm. I was lying to, to her mm-hmm. it was all one big lie yeah, because I could I, I couldn't come to the grips with just keeping it real with myself and saying you know what this is who I am. Yeah. And and, and so what if it hurt hurt? Yeah. Because yeah. this is who I am. Right. And, and and you know that's a freedom that you get when you finally get to a place where you know what like I need to be myself. Yeah. And it's not it's not that that. I, I you know it's okay for you to just run around and cheat, but at least if if that's who you are, keep it real with her. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah, you know, like, cause I mean, men, man, we we have sex for different we- reasons than women. In truth, yeah, like it's just almost like, hey, it was, it was there, I did it. It was something to do. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. It's sad, <laughs> but the song it, came on, the light hit right. I had one more, I had one too many do says. Yeah, uh, I was just shooting the shit. But there's was, really no emotional attachment to it. Yeah. most of the time and that's what I've said it, I've said this a few times like men cheat or you know date for ego as for women cheat for for emo emotional reasons what that's, I like that that's a jewel for you <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I like that but you know it's just, uh it's one of the things man where uh I don't know if you do it just cause you it's an ego thing sometimes it's like you know what men have a often had a, a, a thing of this uh, good girl thing mm-hmm. of what they consider to be a good girl yeah. or a good woman uh-huh. or what society has said that this is uh-huh. and then ultimately they go out and cheat with the girl that they really like uh-huh. like that's what I mean by about being real with yourself like yeah. if you like a girl that's a little hot mm-hmm. and a little this and a little that yeah. then you do that yeah. Don't expect because the woman at home is gonna be boring to you mm-hmm. if she if she's the sometimes you find out that her good girl image is real <laughs> and she's quite boring to you because you have already sown some of your wild oats and you had a taste of other things mm-hmm. and and now you have something to compare to that's why you know it's funny man none of us really hardly ever make it some of us do some of us do but uh. I understand why the Bible say, wait until you're married to have sex. You know, and if, and if people didn't talk about their sex life, you wouldn't even know your sex life was boring. True. Like, it would yeah. be one of them things, you know, you never had it, so you don't know what you're missing. Right. So sometimes when you get a taste of some things out here, and it's kind of like, uh, I like her, but uh, she just bored. Like, and sometimes all the other things fit. Yep. Yeah, but it's always or, or she or you think she nagged too much or yeah. whatever. You like, you almost don't need to give a man an excuse to have a good time. It's all. It's almost <laughs> like, uh, especially especially when you just can't be yourself. Like, like me myself, man. I, I, I've been so blessed with my wife mm-hmm. to the point that I can be myself. Around like I can just talk dirty to her, say yeah. whatever I want to say, yeah. and she don't take it wrong. Yes. You know, it's always up to the receiver to 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 uh, decide 
you know, as the receiver, it's always up to the receiver to decide if the giver is coming from a place of love or a place of hate. Correct. You know, it's like, how do they perceive you and what you're saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, we just have a connection, man, that's, that's, that's healthy. Yeah. For us. And you know what? I don't even, man, I don't even, I've been with her for three years now. We've been married for a few months. And they say it's still the honeymoon stage, but hey. I think we can make our whole lifetime a honeymoon stage. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all between the ears, bruh. Like, it's like, you know, you know, because you're a barber, so you work for yourself. And there's a different, um, the, 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 the shades, the colors of the prism shine differently when you are in control of your success and your failures. You know, like, I'm transitioning to a position where, you know, the podcast, like, all this shit I'm responsible for and the success and the growth is predicted on the work I put in when there's nobody around, you know, and it's a different energy and vibe than when you hang with people that just used to being a replaceable part of the machine. And then they, so like, you know, they're very more interested in escapism, you know, than saying something or then into learning something, you know what I'm saying? Like the more I do the editing and film and reporting, I'm more interested in learning from people that are successful, whatever they're, um, passion is, you know, and they and they share it, and you hear that energy and that enthusiasm and the willingness to be themselves, and then you sort of em- find a way. To, how can I embrace this information? Yes, I might not be in marketing per se, but how can I use his gems to make my stuff better? Or how can I, you know, I'm more interested in things to be productive than escapism because I I'm building, I'm working on something. So when you meet women and they're just, I go to work. Then what do you do? Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I hate when people are like, what do you do? My occupation doesn't define me. You know, that's, that's just, that's, that's just what you do. Yeah. That's not who I am at all. Right. I'm, 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 I'm going to be bigger than any occupation I'll have. Cause that doesn't define me. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a living thing. You know, it's like, I always baffles me. Like I'm yeah. a blah, blah, blah. So what does it mean? Well, you know, we live in a title driven society. Yeah. So that impresses people. Right. You know, like if somebody say, um, you know, it's like. My wife is a uh, dental hygienist. Mm-hmm. So if we have a conversation with someone and they say, oh, what do you do for a living? And she's like, oh, I'm a hygienist. And then I say, oh, I'm a barber. Like, it's automatically assumed mm-hmm. that her job or she's at a more prestigious, you know, in, in the sake of uh, degrees or yeah. the title of, of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, people, people you know, Often equate uh, titles with income. Yes. And sometimes, you know, like you look at somebody who might work at McDonald's and be like, oh, you you 47, you work at McDonald's. They could be the manager of McDonald's. They could be making over $75,000 a year. But since you look at that job as less than desirable because it doesn't come with the title Mm -hmm. that everybody's looking for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... yeah, I mean it, it's 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 sad. It's amazing um, how, especially especially in St. Louis. Like I, like it's like in St. Louis, they always ask you when I go out different places, you meet new people. Like, so I'd be like, why school did you go to? What does that mean? Like, well, it's it's, it's just a part of conversation to get to know you. But it only happens here. Like you go to Colorado, whatever. You meet people and you say, hey, what's going on? I'm yada yada yada. Yeah, sort of just have a converse that way. But like St. Louis, when it's new. Cause you know we, we're naturally well, St. Louis is click time. Oh, click city. It's a click time. Yeah, like everybody won't know what you're doing because this is truly the show me state. If you ain't got nothing to say, I've been doing something. Mm-hmm. You ain't been doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what it come down to. Yeah. Oh, you ain't doing nothing. You wasting my time. Let right. me get on. Let or, me keep you pushing. Or if you're doing something, they either don't know how to do, haven't done, don't get it. They want to say, "Oh, that's stupid." Just because you don't get it, like you, you know, like I'm saying, like I guess you, it's you just show me state. So like, you better off just doing what you enjoy, and let the rest speak for itself. And then they want to get on the back end, want to ride the coattails. When you could be in on the early, on the early, on the early version, but you get, to, but you get to know who your friends are. You get, you get well, to see. It's difficult to to sell anybody a dream that God gave you. Correct. You're right. You know, when God gave you a dream or a vision, He gave it to you. And it's hard for somebody else to understand. Yeah. And true. then you can be talked out of your your dream or your vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By a naysayer. Yeah. 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 And they can be in your home. They can be outside. But you have yeah. to have. And they probably more often in the home meet you. You know? Yeah. 
Sometimes you know, parents do that to kids. Sometimes husbands do it to wives. Wives to husbands. Yep. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then your biggest. But it probably was done to them. Correct. Because they probably ain't living their dream. You know, they probably not doing what they were here to do based on lack of support and encouragement. You know, what I'm saying even if you're not going, if you're not going to help, don't hate. Just don't say shit. Just say, hey, you know, it's cool, and keep it pushing. Don't. But the, the, take the energy to be negative towards somebody else's passion or goal. That just shows me that you made it. You didn't have the balls or courage to chase yours right. for a reason. You needed someone else around you to do some shit. Like I, I don't have time to wait. Like I, I I'll do it. I. Go on my own, and we'll, well, I'll figure it out. Everybody don't have leadership qualities. It's true. <laughs> That's very true. Everybody don't have that. And sometimes you're looking for somebody to take a lead on something that they're just not capable of doing. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, you... True. Everyone's not made to take go over, go over the hill first. Oh, no. Like, you know, everybody want to ride down here, but don't nobody want to push up. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that, that's the, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to push up here, but everybody want to enjoy ride down. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just one of the things, man. People, uh, or they just can't see it. Yeah. They can't see that vision. Like, like, and the funny thing about a vision, man, when you get a vision, you see the finished product before you ever even know your beginning. Like when you get mm-hmm. a vision, when God give you a vision or something, man, you 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 see the finish, and you probably don't have a clue of how you gonna get there. Yeah, that's true. Like you know, sometimes I sometimes I felt that a lot of things didn't go a certain way, or didn't be as fruitful as I wanted because I didn't believe in my prayers. You know, sometimes you have to believe. You can pray or say you pray, but if you don't believe in those prayers, and also, and I would like to say, God doesn't scream, he whispers, and you got to be grateful in the small things to say, oh, yes, I, I'm, I'm fortunate to be able to give someone some extra change I had in my car. You know, if someone is in a position or strong enough to ask a stranger for money, how dare I not be strong enough to give you this change um, and I have in this car? Because I know I've spent worse, I've, I've spent more on worse. And I, it's not up to me to think about where this money's going to go once I give it to you. But just be grateful enough that I'm in position to do so. And keep it moving. You talking about that paper they print every day? <laughs> 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 like, like, really? You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's givers and takers in the world, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and I understand why the Bible says it's better be a, a, a giver than a receiver because the giver are already blessed. Yep, you're right. You're exactly right. You know what I'm saying? He's always provided. Mm-hmm. He's already provided. I like to think he was done working in the seven days. <laughs> <laughs> like it all, everything else just happened <laughs> it, it, within within the seven days. Uh-huh. It's like you know, our time ain't his time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so. So you are a barber. How long now? How'd you get into being a barber? No, one, before we get into that story, what's the quote I love that you say about the cup? Oh, take the lid off your cup. Yes. Yeah, man. Please. That's me. real, man. You know, like taking your lid off your cup allows God to pour into you and allow your cup to run over. Mm-hmm. And then when your cup running over, you yourself cannot worry about what falls in the saucer. Because the moment you start doing that, you'll place a lid back on your cup mm-hmm. because you don't want the salsa to get none. Yeah. And then God can't pour into you. Yeah. God damn. So it, it's just one of them things, man. You, 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 you got to you gotta take that lid off and, 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 and just allow things to move, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, God give every man an equal, uh, his shared measure of faith. Mm-hmm. He give it to us all. Just some of us allow the things God tell us to die. With, mm. because of something they said. Yeah, yeah. We just let it go. Yeah. Or he tell us to do something, we keep putting it off. Yep. I've been writing a book for three years now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. We we put it off. Right. We stall what he's already given us. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I tell people, man, a caterpillar was born a butterfly. Yeah. Like everything God and gave you, he already put in you. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to use these things? Yeah. For, for, you know what I'm saying? For, or are you going to focus on everything that's wrong? Mm-hmm. And 
you know, what he gave you might have been the thing that was going to bring you right out of it. Damn. Yeah, he don't scream, he whispers, and if you don't, hear, if you don't, if you're just too distracted or everything around you, you can't hear him whisper to what you need to be doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's rough. Well, that is uh, probably Jim five and six. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, barber, you are a barber. You have been my barber for fifteen years. I mean, it's been a while. Long been time. so long, I don't even know how we met no more. <laughs> Cause I, cause I moved in with Brand, I moved in with Brandon, and Brandon and Byron was friends, and my barber had clothes. It was on Delmore, so I, and that's when I had my dreads. So I needed a barber. So I lived with Brandon. I said, like, well, I, I, and I, and I didn't have a car in. So when Brandon would go on Thursday to get a cut, I just go with him and get lined up, and here we are. Yeah, man, being a barber has brought a lot of relationships in my life. You know, everybody, uh, well, not all people that I, I, I actually hang out with outside of the shop mm-hmm. you know that group of people that you know our relationship has extended past the barbershop so I mean you know we probably done some football games together I know me and Brandon went to a game we yeah. always you know it's like man yeah. it, it brings forth good relationships man mm-hmm. out of good people correct you know what I'm saying I've always had the ability to pick good people out yes I so think that's your vibe attracts your tribe oh yeah most definitely you get out. You, you you get back what you put out. Yeah, because you have no lead in your cup. Oh yeah. And let it run the over. You gotta let it run over. So what made you get into being a barber and and how you and how you meet Trey? Well, uh, the beginnings to my barbering was man, I probably been cutting hair since I was ten. Damn. My aunt was dating a guy. He came over and he cut my hair in the kitchen. That was like my revelation that. I can do this too. Like he, yeah. he, he not no boy, but it was this guy. <laughs> I can do this too. Yeah. So I started off. I was my own. You know, I was my first customer. I was cutting my own hair. Mm-hmm. Then I started cutting my boy hair. Mm-hmm. Led to my uncles. Led to people around the neighborhood. By the time I was in high school, I had a nice little hustle going. Yeah, keeping some money in my pocket. Um, I had a couple friends graduated a year before me. They went off to college. Kept calling back, complaining about. Um, being broke and this, that, and the other. And I'm sitting there like, I don't need to go do that. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to barber school. And the funny thing about it, my mom had dated a barber. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the shop one day, and uh, I saw the guy get a haircut. And, he, and it, we talking about maybe 92. Damn. 90, 93. Uh, she was dating a guy, and he got $24 for a haircut. And I, I was like, yeah, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm already cutting anyway. Yeah. Like, it's, it just was a natural progression for me. Yeah. It was something I was already comfortable doing, something I had been doing for years. Cause by the time I'm 18, I'm, I'm cutting eight years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. So, I, I, I did that. I went straight to uh, barber school. I took the summer off like uh, normal school. Mm-hmm. I took the summer off, and I went to barber college that September. Yeah. Back then, school used to start after Labor Day. <laughs> uh, I went to school... <laughs> Back in September, and then uh, knocked that out in about eight months. Uh, then I worked at uh, Leroy's for like four or five years, uh-huh. and I left there. I worked at Cussing Class with another, uh, actually me and her went to barber school together. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I did a little cut at home. Yeah. I, I had like eight, then when I got down to Universal, which is probably about 03, mm-hmm. 2003, that's when I met Trey. Yep. And, and the funny thing... Uh, we didn't know it at the time. We had been working together for a few months or whatever. Or maybe not even that long, but we had been working together for a minute. Mm-hmm. And his dad came in the shop, and he kept looking at me. And he was like, man, what's your daddy now? I'm like, you don't know my daddy, man. Mm-hmm. My daddy been dead for X amount of years. You know, he like, your mama and dad is such a, your dad and that. Man, he, I'm talking about gave my whole family, ran it down to me. At least, you know, my grandparents and I'm like, my uncles. I'm like, yeah. oh, this dude really know me. <laughs> and he's like, man, I used to play play with your daddy, man. And so they played in the same band together. They was actually cool mm-hmm. uh, during their younger days. And, you know, found out me and Trey had probably uh, played together in some rehearsals and some things like that. And here we were as adults, reconnected yeah. by fate. By fate. Yeah, that's all, you know what I'm saying? So, and we've been kicking it ever since, man. Damn. Yeah. yeah. God damn. That's that's a, that's a, when you cup, when your lid is off your cup, you let God pour into you. 
and it brought you guys together through your fathers. Yeah. To continue this family relationship to the next generation through their sons. Oh yeah. And it was it was it was, it was God's plan because His plan is always better than our plan. Well, yeah. The thing about it, we don't ever know His plan. No, we don't. We 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 in the midst <laughs> and just trying to do the right thing and make the right decisions. But it's funny. The funny thing about making those decisions, they must be necessary to help us through. Because whether good or bad, we got to go through it. You're right. There is no choice but to go through it. Because yeah. if you ain't going through it, then you probably dead. Yeah, I mean, nowhere to go before. Yeah, you so that's that's true. And you are a father as well. It's correct. Correct. You have two daughters. I have three now with my my wife. So we yeah. have a I have a stepdaughter also. How how old is she? She's eleven. Okay. So how old are your other two daughters? My other daughters are eighteen and twenty three. Wow. So how is how is that? So you've been through this first round of raising daughters into women. Patience. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> Also recognizing that they're my seeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes, you, and it's funny thing, I think God hit us with some things that we are uncomfortable with in our children mm-hmm. to teach us a little lesson that we ain't too much better than the next person. So he give you somebody that you love so dearly. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, ah. This test, this test is put all your. Yeah, it's the test. Yeah, man. But it, it, wisdom, so yeah, I wouldn't trade it in, man. That's great. It's been one of love my babies. All of them. How would you, what, what advice would you give a, um, a, a man that's trying to raise daughters in this in the world we're in now? Well, man, the first thing, the world we live in now, the world we live in then, and the world we're going to be, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a lot of patience. And you need to understand it's gonna come a day after all that uh, bathing them, changing their pampers, raising them, loving on them, and doing all that. Especially if you're a father in their life, mm-hmm. after all of that, it's gonna come a day where they gonna meet some little dude oh, no. that all of a sudden they don't hear nothing you telling them. Oh. All of a sudden, what you telling them sound like a whole bunch of BS. Mm. You know, we 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 got this little thing. We, uh, my brother Marv always like to say, he like to say, uh, blood thicker than water, but cum thicker than both of them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 man, once that get involved, man, it's an uphill battle. Because you can tell them somebody not right for them, and mm-hmm. they'll think you just don't want to see them happy. Yes. Or they don't, you don't want to see them with somebody, or mm-hmm. you just don't like them. They yeah. got every excuse instead of he just really a bum, baby. I told you he a bum. Yeah. But, you know, they don't. Receive you will. Yes. Again, it's up to the receiver to decide whether you coming from a place of love or hate. If they decide that you hating, mm-hmm. <sighs> perception is reality. Yeah. Ah, yeah. God reality, damn. man. That is, yeah. It's a wow. tough job, man. And I always tell people who raising kids, uh, either you got extremely lucky if your kids ain't giving you no problems or you ain't paying that close attention. Ooh. Like, it's one of the two. Damn. If you like the luckiest parent in the world that your kid giving you no problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or you ain't paying that close of attention. Damn. So, yeah, that's... That know. is parenting gems for Marlo. Either you got extremely lucky. Well, because ain't no hand God on raising no kids. No. You can have five kids all raised in the same house with both parents in the house, and they all turn out different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the Jackson 5. Somewhere, somewhere the middle kids always feel like they're a little messed up because they too, they, look, they ain't old enough to do what the uh, oldest doing, but they ain't young enough to act like no baby. They just be lost. It's just. Poor middle child. <laughs> <laughs> Poor middle child. Poor middle child. Yeah, yeah that's tough. That's mm. that's tough. So um, I don't know if I've touched on this, but like, what would you, what would be your advice on? I mean, we said patience. Like, we experience an up and down relationship. How is the what is the best way to end it? Like, how to if you get to the point where you're not happy, you're not happy, and it's time to end it is that chapter forever closed that bridge is forever broken or 
I mean, how do you amicably end something like that? <sighs> well, I think you just, you know, you you walk away. Yeah. Accept it. Yeah. Accept it for the, and you know what? The sooner you uh, accept the loss, the sooner the losing stops. Damn. Damn. You know, so, you know. <laughs> that, that's, that's what people deal with, man. Some, so I, I see a lot of women in relationships because they can't, they can't eat the loss. Mm. They want to get back. Yeah. They want to they wanna revenge whatever whatever they feeling. They want you to feel the way they feel, which only drags them further through the mud. Yeah. And guys do it too, man. She says she don't want you. Yeah, you still showing up. If she don't want you, the, the best thing you do is not want her. That's it. You know what I mean? Don't want her. She, won't, she don't want you, don't want her. Sounds simple enough. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, God damn, that's a good one. So, to recap, once you take, be able to take the loss... The losing stops. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, Jim87 from uh, Marlo. Marlo, shout out to Barbershop. Oh, Jack of all phase, where we do uh, ball phase, media phase, long phase, European shades, you name it. We do it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, head. located 8003 St. Charles Rock Road, man. Yeah. St. Louis, Missouri, 63114. That's where we go. That's where you can find us every week. Sometimes maybe there, almost every week. But we see how the life goes. Um, I I just saw currently this. It's called a custom hair unit. Have you a heard what? about this? It's a man weave, bro. Ah, dog. Um, my photographer Mo was showing me um, uh, a barber that does the. It's called custom hair units. And so it showed me how it's it's a weave. So you know he, he gives you that George Jefferson. Then he lays these waves on top of them. Man, men ain't got no business wearing no weave, man. I'm just gonna keep it real, man. Like, let the ladies have their purses. Let them have their weave. Let them have their makeup, their high heels, their panties, and their bras, man, and their dresses. <laughs> I'm just being real, man. Like, you ain't got no bit of... What, what's, the, what's the purpose of that, man? If all your hair fell out, cut it all off, man. And get a mean hat game. How about accept what you have? Mm-hmm. How about accept who you are? You know how many people dying out here because they can't accept themselves? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine, like, people who saw the mirror for the first time? <laughs> they didn't like what they saw. They probably was killing themselves, man. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. people are so unhappy with themselves, man. And I was saying, all he did was buy confidence. You, you you bought your confidence, but that's not that's you you should be enough. You well, he made you enough. The God that you believe in, whatever title you choose to pray to, he made you enough. So there's there's value in losing that hair. Maybe you may I want you bald. <laughs> hey man, accept who you are, man. <sighs> hey, and if she can't accept you, find somebody that will. <laughs> True. That's I, it. I mean, I know I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she, uh, she's too like she she's she's finding herself in guys. So we have a lot of conversations about church, and you know, she went to my church. Well, she didn't go to my church, but we've been trying to figure out a time to take her to my church. And I was seeing her the um, Facebook feed to get to see the service, you know, to understand what you get into because this is not no Catholic church. This is some energy, and we we this is it's showtime. You you gonna feel this word, you know? what I'm saying you gonna feel this 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 uh environment. And, you know, it's like, she asked me, like, do you feel I did this my path wrong? I say, only thing I ever learned me about you was that you needed to find validation in the men you were dealing with. And you not, you can't win that way. You, you, you have to believe in your own value. You can't look for someone to say how much you, how much you worth because they shouldn't be your appraiser. The only appraiser should be you. You, you set the value of who you are and seeing when you chase men to give you that validation, they're going to value on you on what they need from you, not who you are. And now you two kids in, you know, going through a divorce, two baby daddies in, and and now you're trying to sort of find your next step. I'm like, you weren't about the next guy you meet and blah, blah, blah. Worry about the shit that's in front of you. You ain't even in a position to even get out there and date. And understand that you are going, you're going to have a hard time. It's not impossible. We're going to have a hard time finding 
someone willing to help you carry your responsibilities because they might have two, three kids too, and now you have this trying to figure out this whole melting pot uh, origami situation because you have these crazy baby daddy, baby mom situations. But like, you 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 find you a job, a school, blah blah blah. Let that don't worry about love life. It'll take care of itself. You the better you make your better you invest in yourself, the greater the return the world's going to give you. Don't worry about this shit. But everybody looking for some help. <sighs> she just out here trying to get herself some help, man. I, and, I, and, 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 and she, like you said, it's all those other proper steps yeah. that go into that. But it's kind of like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you keep, I'm like, you can't, you got that. That's why the men that, I guess you ended up with, were the men that they were, because were, they saw that in you that you don't have confidence Either you want a woman that's going to make you better or make you worse. Because it depends on you want a woman that's going to elevate you or at least motivate you. Like a, a woman can't change a man. Only thing that can change a man is a man. You have to want to evolve and be better. Now, she might motivate you or give, inspire you to want to do that. But the choice that you have to make as an individual to put in that work to be your next great self. But like sometimes you fall into a habit of dating the same type of person. Mm-hmm. They be in different shells, but it's the same spirit. Yes. And it's because partly of who you are. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, myself, I had, man, hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> like, in truth, man, it, it, I know spirits attract spirits. Yes. So if you want something different, you got to change who you are. Yes. Yeah. You got to change who you are. You know what I mean? What's the quote? If you, uh, what's the quote? You got to you got to be something you never had. You got to do something you never done. Oh yeah. And and that, that's that's true. That's 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 simple. Very clean, cut and dry. Oh yeah, man. It, it, it's it's man. You know what I feel for our women, man. I do too. I I, I, I really feel do, for them. Man. They got it. They got it. They got the hardest job. I feel for him in such a way that then when I get with one, I find out why she going through what she going through. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, gosh, woman, would you change your thought process? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it becomes somebody else that already heard him. Yeah. Why, that's why I said, like, we don't take enough time to heal from emotional pain like, like we do from physical pain because we can't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like... You know, I might beat you physically, but I'm but I'm I'm gonna hold you long if I get between your ears. Well, man, and, women, women, especially women. Mm-hmm. See, men only nurture pain. Men only hold on to pain that they think make them look soft, mm-hmm. or that they right. think is gonna gonna come out and right. make them look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Women tend to nurture pain. The same way they they naturally nurturers uh, uh, of things. That's why when you tell a woman something, she don't forget it. Mm-hmm. She nurtured it. A woman would, man, she will think about the things that you have her think about. Mm-hmm. That's why, whether it's done in a positive or a negative way, mm-hmm. you still accomplish your goal because she's a natural nurturer. Yeah, and, and, so, and you know, and it's like. If you do something wrong to her, she going to hold on to that. And she going to keep thinking about it. Mm-hmm. She going to nurture that thing mm-hmm. until it, it become, until she birthed it. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> until, yeah. So it's like, ah, it's rough, man. Hey, whenever you give a woman something, it don't never come back the same way you gave it. Mm. Because they like incubators. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they you know, if you, if you, if you. You stick bread, you stick uh, uh, dough in the oven, you get bread. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't come back out the same way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. Like, it's going to come back in a different form. Yeah. But it started off with what you gave her. Right, right. Damn. Yeah. Women, I, yeah, like I, like I said, I, I, I trust a woman. I mean, I trust, I trust a woman with my life more than a man. Because most men going to want your spot. You know what I'm saying? A woman just want to see you be great and she... You know, be by your side, but she don't necessarily want that, pos- that number one spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a woman, like like every, behind every, okay, it's the same true. Behind every good man is a great woman. Like only if she know her position. That's, like, and that yeah. may sound that may sound harsh when I say things like position and yeah. things like that. No, you just. Uh, but here's what I'm saying: a man has a position also, mm-hmm. and so do children, 
And so, like, and the problem with with people is nobody want to be in their rightful position. Mm-hmm. Man don't want to take responsibility for what he should be doing. Women ain't taking responsibility for what they should be doing. Yeah. And it's there is you know, I'm, and I, when I speak about, I'm talking about your, your natural mm-hmm. things that that are natural. Yeah. You know, like it's our job. Yeah. To do certain things. Yes, and so is theirs. And you know, and a lot of times in relationships, everybody wants the title, but they don't want the position. Damn. They don't want the job. Yeah, they want the, the title, not the work. The title sounds great, but nobody want to do the work. I mean, you tell somebody, everybody will look, oh, I love to be a doctor. Don't nobody want to do eight to 16 years of school for it, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if you can just hand them a degree, they like, oh, yeah, right on. Everybody want to ball, but you don't want to do ball in hours. Yeah, that's it, man. You don't want to do the work when, when, the, when, the, when the lights ain't on. When it's all about work. Yeah. Everything you do is about work. Absolutely. Smart. You gotta enjoy the process, you know. Like it's not a, not about the success is not a destination; it's the journey. Hey man, that's true. And every polish that come from a humble beginning. Yes, that's what people. <laughs> every polish act come from a humble beginning. Sometimes we be so shiny we forget about the humble beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's rough. You forget how that bus. You forget about that bus stop. <laughs> And all that stuff when you sit in a couple cars in, in a house, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta remember where you came from, cause you ain't never. You, you, you easily be reminded. Either humble yourself, or life will humble you. Hey man, cause I tell people all the time, the only thing that separates me from a homeless person is three months worth of mortgage payments. <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah. We like three months apart. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you miss three months worth of mortgage payments, the foreclosure process begins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so yeah. like don't think you all that yeah and so cause you know it's like it's, it's, it's a fine line on everything man, man. Every, it's all double edged the sword is double edged man mm, man it is man god that's good shit that's good it shit it is man so you mean with with your wife now the what I admire by people that get married or choose to be in commitments without marriage is that you know i would suggest if you don't grow in the same direction it's not gonna work you know what i'm saying like it, a relationship should be complementary to each other and and and, and challenging in a, in a growth type of type of way and like you know i never in my mind i don't ever want a woman that i choose to be with also that chooses me to lose herself in me you know what i'm saying like I want to inspire you to do some things you didn't think about or have conversations you wouldn't necessarily prepare to have, but also don't just want to do everything I do because I like it because I'm not going to do everything you like because I don't like that show. I don't want to do that. Or I'm, I'm going to give it a try, but that's not that's your thing. I don't, don't want to hamper what makes you you because that's who I fell in love with, was attracted to who you are. So I want you to always nurture that part of you, but we are a team. But I like like Voltron. Voltron is five different with machines. Right, but with one mission. mission. When it come together, it's this big stoppable force. But we still, in, you still see each each individual part, even when they all together. You know That's what I'm that saying? thing of accepting people for who they are and yeah. allowing them to be themselves. See, like I've always believed, I can get the most out of a person if I let them be themselves. Yeah, that's when I'm gonna reap the most benefits is if I allow you to enter, and, and you being yourself. I get to decide if that's something I can deal with mm-hmm. or not deal with. Yeah. So, but but allowing someone to be themselves, you get the most out of them. And then you know, man, when a woman give herself to you, man, it is your responsibility not to take advantage of her. Because yeah. a woman will their natural position in life is to follow a man. God said <laughs> in His word, <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that we should rule over them. Now you can do that in a way that that's uh, you trying to run everything, or mm-hmm. you trying to, or you can really like. It's just that position that she'll give herself to you and she'll follow you. Yeah. Her natural position is to follow. Yeah. She will follow. Where you're leading her is the question. Yeah. And then if you're not a good leader, don't be mad because she's dragging her feet. Yeah. Yeah. Every like man. You, can't, you mm-hmm. can't keep stepping up to the plate going 0 for 5 and expect for her to believe in you. <laughs> I'm just being right. I'm just being real, man. Like, like. And you know, like, and as a woman, give her all to you. Like, it's your job not to take advantage of her. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have been given a gift that you can that can be the the curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's always a fear of mine. 
and I try to be conscious of what I'm doing and what I'm saying because I because I understand I'm responsible now. I don't want to I don't want to be responsible for you know the some damage that the next man got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I try to be very humane and respect our humanity in this process. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, you know the one thing I've always I've always looked at. You know, and I always use some scriptures, some different stuff that's going mm-hmm. on. But, you know, like the Bible say, a man that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. Mm-hmm. That lets me know a couple of things. Every woman I meet is not my wife. Yeah. I'm going to have to find her. Yes. So I'm going to have to do a little searching. I'm going to have to deal with her and there until I find her. Yeah. But, you know, when I find my wife, yeah. she's going to be a good thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and then after finding it. The Bible tells a man to love love his wife as his, as himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I if I love my wife as myself, then I won't never mistreat her. Right. Yeah. Unless I mean, unless I'll do it to me, whatever's good for me is good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, how can you love her? And then how can you teach her how to love you? And, and then the biggest thing I've always looked for the Bible tell never tells a wife to love her husband. It tells the, the Bible tells a wife to respect her husband. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if you think about that respect, you know, love don't keep you in check. Respect do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so it's like I always look for a woman that, that, that had a level of respect for me that I that I would look at and say, you know what? She mm-hmm. really, like I can see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then it it makes her easy to love. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just those those few things, man. Uh, ain't no, ain't no, like, again, ain't no hand guide. Yeah. We in it. It's going to be what we make it. But the effort has to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't be, hey, I'm in it for a lifetime. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, everything don't make it a lifetime, but that's what I'm in it for. Right. He ran the marathon on his friend. Yeah, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to be patient with her. Yeah. I also understand why the Bible tells a man to wash his wife with the with the waters of his word. Mm. Because their mind is always working, and you got to have a word for them. Yeah. You got to better pull them out of that. Yeah. You got to better get them back close to you. Yeah. Keep them close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People laugh at me because I used to say, man, go home, uh, go home and hold your woman. Yeah. Hey, man, I ain't holding nobody. I don't like nobody. You better hold her. Oof. I say you better hold her. Yes. Keep her close. Yes. <laughs> I got this thing. I like. I like to have my wife lay her head on my chest. Uh huh. Cause I, you know, I know the ear gates never sleep, <laughs> and I try to let her listen to my heartbeat till our heartbeat syncopate, till till they get on, till they get in sync, and they beat at the same pace. They call me crazy when I say that kind of stuff, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. All right, come right here. I wish you get that book done. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's one of the great chapters in the book to me yeah man damn that's that's yeah that's um hmm wow so, I mean man it's just man life life is a like we all go through the same thing mm-hmm. and it's and it's, and it's perception how do you perceive the problem that you're dealing with somebody yeah. else before you has already gone through exactly what you're going through right you know what I mean? It's like, how do some come out and some don't? Mm-hmm. And it's all because of perception. Yeah. It's all because of perception, man. If you believe you can, you're right. If you believe you yeah, can't, you're, you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's all what That's you believe. That's what it is, man. Ah, marvelous. Hey, look, I once heard somebody say, live every day like it's your last, because one day you're going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't worry. One day you're going to be right. <laughs> One of these days you're going to be right. There's still some ice in here. Mm-hmm. If you need some, there's some ice in there. Um, damn, love, that's all I got, man. I mean, you, you gave me some. You gave the audience so many great gems. Uh, I mean, my favorite one will always be take the lid off your cup. Let God pour into you. Man, that goes so far. Yeah. That goes so far. At things that we do in life, that sometimes we just be placing a lid on things in our life that we don't even realize that you're you're stopping something in your life. 
Mm-hmm. Or you're causing it to die. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's you're like, suffocating yourself. Put you put a lid on your yeah, cup. All that. Breathe. All that. Lid off. Yeah. All of that, man. Damn. It's tough, man. That might be that might be the title of this one, man. Take the lid off your cup. Take the lid off your cup. Oh, dot, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's real. That's some good shit. So, shout out to Barbershop one more time before we go. Jack of all phase, man. 8003 St. Charles Rock Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63114. Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, yeah. Tuesday through Saturday. Well, we got Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 9 to 7. Wednesday, 9 to 5. Saturday, 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yeah. That's where I go. So, Marcus get his hair cut and do for one. Oh, yeah. That's where Byron go. That's where, uh, that's where, um, damn. Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> you going to get that. You're like, what? You told me I'm the one took you down there earlier. Now you forgot my name I did. Yeah, man. So stinking out. All right, y'all. Um, as usual, um, I am Marcus Boston. This is Kanye Corner. Uh, our guest today was Marlo. All those great gems. Um, he will be back. We will do another episode very soon. And uh, I want you to love yourself, love each other. Love the world. Be great. Have a good night.